0: and that is with our after school program this is an outreach opportunity for the local um children from the neighborhood um from needy families here uh, um that are around us and this is known as cte adonai and um that's it's in Portuguese, it's known as that as well. Um, and we are working with the kids, um, in the, in Brazil here, they only go to school either in the mornings or in the afternoons. And so this after school program functions in the mornings for the children who study in the afternoon and in the afternoons for those who study in the morning. We have two different groups.
1: Yes. And the difference uh, between them is uh, we do not choose the, the guys who come to the orphan but we can choose the guy who comes to the the new project.
0: Yes, and that was kind of the goal, um, why we started this after-school program, because we have this great space um, to be able to take advantage of it. We have a very good team, and so we wanted to be able to bless more children and welcome children, them more. Children. And with both of these ministries, both with the home and ours, our after-school program, the mission remains the same, to welcome, to... Um, teach and to promote in the homes ministry. The care for the children is 24 um, seven. Just like you have care for your children 24 seven. For those of you who have kids, um, it's the same thing here, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's full time care. And so for that, we need to have um, two caregivers at, at any given time to, to care for the boys we have living here Um and it's a it can be a complicated schedule to organize, um, making sure that there's always coverage twenty four hours a day. Um, we
1: have to give the worker 30, 30, thirty vacation yes, days. Yes. yes,
0: and that also complicates things That's and one a, day a week and one day a week off. Um, and so that that can complicate things in making the schedule. Also, another thing that um, is changed a lot with the the home as the homes ministry is that the boys rotate in, it's a, a higher turnover of the children we receive here at the home due to changing Brazilian laws. Before um, Brazilians, uh, the law was that the children would just stay here um, until they were 18 or stay here until they had, until um, so they found a family. But now that the, the laws kind of require or demands that they have only stay here a, a year and a half. And so our time with them is much shorter. Um, during this time, though, we, we try and um, teach them the most we can. We try and um, help them um, learn as much as they can during the short time that we have with them and present them with um, biblical teachings to guide, uh, guide them when they leave and, uh, and just pray that these seeds that have been planted in their heart um, will continue to grow when they, when they go on from here. CTE Adonai, our after-school program, is our newest challenge. And we're learning to work with the participants in this um, program, a little different than we work with the boys who, who live here at our home. Um, one of the biggest advantages to this program is, as I mentioned earlier, that they are all here by choice, um, which is which helps us because they want to be here. Um, and we've seen a good commitment from our participants. Um, they take part in a variety of different activities during the week. We um, have many different workshops with music classes, and we're hoping to start a computer class and an, um, eng- teaching them English as well. Um, they also daily participate in devotionals and recreation activities and some um, enrichment classes and help with homework. So a lot of different things happen um, during this after-school program. Um, one of the challenges that the teachers have is to get the boys to enjoy um, this
1: Hi everyone, I'm Elton and this is my wife, Katie. Hello! We will talk about the orphan here, the mission where we work, and Katie will explain you some things about this mission, and I, I will be not able to be with you in person, but I'll send my wife. I will share her have some questions, please, ask her. We need your, your prayer, you need your support, and please, help us.
0: Um, we have been married since 2017. We have three children, Rachel, Emily, and Anna. I came as a short-termer down to Brazil in 2012, and uh, the idea was to stay for six months, and then I came back in 2013 for two years, and I've been here to this day. Elton has been here since 1990. He lived here as a child with his parents, who worked here for many, many years. Um, then he left to work in the Army. Um, he also worked for the city government a few times and um, he came back in 2014 as a care, caregiver and now since 2016 we've been in the role as directors. Um, Ellen has tried for his tourist visa several times and has been denied three times and so we have now um, started the process of uh, applying for an immigration visa which will allow him to come to the states until he can get his citizenship um, and once that, once he acquires his citizenship, we will be able to come and go as we please. Um, during this time, we're going to be close to our parents so they can enjoy their grandchildren and we can also enjoy them. Um, and after this, though, we are praying about where the Lord will lead us in the future. Um, we, are, we are hoping to come back here to Nepo once he has his citizenship and we can be able to come and go as, as needed since he is not able to currently travel to the States. Um, please be praying with us for all of these things um, as uh, with our family and with these visas. And now we'd like to share with you a little bit more about the home.
1: Yes, and in God's time I'll be able to get a visa and go to visit.
0: Our caretaker team consists of three couples who care for the children and teenagers who live here. We are thankful that God has blessed us with a very good team of workers. Two of the couples, Jefferson and Ilza, and Demerval and Paula, um, take turns working the evening and the night shifts, and then the day shifts. During the evening, they um, care for all of the daily routine, the routines of the children, um, dinner, devotionals, putting them to sleep, and then they actually sleep in the house with we the try, boys.
1: We try to have a good uh, a family, as a family, yes. It looks like a family, mm-hmm. and they, they try to do it to the boys.
0: Yes, um, so they provide that home type setting for the boys. Um, and then on the next week they rotate, and so if they are not in the evening, they work during the days, and they um, care for the grounds, and they help the boys with their homework, what you would do at your house with them. Um, and these two of couples are led by Max and Lechizia, who are also another couple who work here, uh, Leticia has been here for five years, and she is qualified as a social service worker. And in the case of Elton's visa being approved, his immigration visa being approved, they would be a very good candidate. They would be very good candidates to take over the directorship of um, yeah. here. We also have some other employees who help with um, the cleaning and the cooking and caring for the grounds. We have an expansive um, a grounds here a lot of um yard work that needs done and we also have the barns um people help take care of the animals um and a lot of these times these chores are are completed with the boys together um and some of these employees are actually not christians but they do um understand the mission of the home and they participate with us in the staff um every week there's a we have a weekly meeting with a staff devotional um Time. sometimes that devotional is led by Elton, sometimes it's led by local pastors who come in, um, sometimes also some other members of the team will, will take charge of that, that time, um, and all of the employees participate in that, this, this time together. Um, and refreshing of, of talking about problems that happen to here at the home. Um,
1: it's a chance to be learned Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And and the chance for them to, to learn more about what this ministry is about here.
1: And all of these workers, they uh, teach the boys what they do. Uh, we try yes. to, the boys learn to work here because when they go back to their home or they uh, have more than 18 years old, they go, they have to have the uh, owner house. Yes. So they have to work. And here they learned that.
0: For example, one of our oldest boys, Honan, he um, recently, he's in the process of going to live with his sister. And when he went to his sister's house, he helped his brother-in-law um, make a chicken coop. And he had learned that here from his experience here at the barn. And so um, the boys do help these, these other employees with their, with the chores and the keep uh, here of the home. We have been working on our mission statement so that way our employees and other other people who collaborate with us understand what the Nepo Children's Home Ministry is all about. Um, so that way they have an idea of what um, we represent. And we've actually been collaborating with Dr. Chuck Mishka um, from Ohio. And he's been helping us define our mission and our vision and our goals so that way um, people have a better understanding of who we are and what we do um and and we've been working with him and we've kind of defined our the goals here of the home and in three words um and that is welcome teach and promote and that um in these three words we find that uh this is really what we are about here welcoming in um children from the neighborhood from the 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 homes here in town, um, welcoming them in, teaching we're, we're, them.
1: We're trying to make them trust us. Yes. Before the next time. In mm-hmm. the next time.
0: Yes. Teaching them about, um, God's word, about, um, learning that there's more out there to the world than the life that they're currently in, um, through education, through experiences, um, even here with the farm, um, and then promoting, um, Showing them that they can, they have a different path for their future. That they can, um, their future can be different from the life that they currently know.
1: Yes, and they would uh, could use their uh, their job to survive. We we try to teach them that.
0: With this idea of promote it's to um, encourage their independence and let them know that they can walk on their own two feet. They can do it um, in the future based on what they've learned and and. Seeking these truths that that have been instilled and implanted in their, in their lives. Yes, that's how we do. Today we have two ministry opportunities here actually at the home. Um, we still continue with the home, which we call Familia Adonai or Adonai Family. Um, and this is the, the orphanage um, that we have been working with for many years, where we care for the children as you would in your homes. We also have a new ministry opportunity, um, and that is with our after-school program. This is an outreach opportunity for the local um, children from the neighborhood, um, from needy families here uh, um, that are around us. And this is known as CTE Adonai and um
2: Alright, so we do not run out of time. We will start. I am George Gutai. I have the pleasure of being on the Missionary Committee. And for the last uh, two days, we've been here, and actually we started on Friday night. And so we've been here a couple days. So this presentation is on Nepo Boys Home and CLM, which is also in Brazil, both of them. Uh, Before I start with prayer, I want to introduce... Sister Annette uh, uh, Webel Simon, which is our liaison also on the committee to the NEPA home. And for uh, CLM, we have our missionaries are here, which is Brother Juan and Anderson was here. He'll be back, but you'll see them in the, in the presentation. And their representative is Brother Jake, my son in law, which uh, him and his wife Amanda, my daughter, We're also in uh, CLM for seven years. So let's uh, just bow our heads with a prayer. Father, we thank you for this time. Lord, we are grateful that you've called missionaries out to do your work. And in some ways, we're all missionaries. And we pray, Lord, that you'd use this time to speak to all our hearts, that we might all become the missionaries that you want us to be. Bless our time together and... Thank you, Father, for your love and care and for the mission and for the gospel, which you've called each one of us to. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen.
3: Hi,
1: everyone. I'm Elton, and this is my wife, Katie.
3: Hello.
1: We will talk about the orphan here, the mission where we work. And Katie will explain you some things about this mission. And I, I will be not able to be with you in person, but I'll send my wife. I will share her with you. Enjoy the time with her. And if you have some questions, please ask her. We need your, your prayer, you need your support, and please help us.
0: Um, We have been married since 2017. We have three children, Rachel, Emily, and Anna. I came as a short-termer down to Brazil in 2012, and uh, the idea was to stay for six months, and then I came back in 2015 for two years, and I've been here to this day. Elton has been here since 1990. He lived here as a child with his parents who worked here for many, many years. Um, Then he left to work in the Army. Um, He also worked for the city government a few times and um, he came back in 2014 as a caregiver, and now, since 2016, we've been in the role as directors. Um, Ellen has tried for his tourist visa several times and has been denied three times, and so we have now um, started the process of uh, applying for an immigration visa, which will allow him to come to the States until he can get his citizenship, And once that, once he acquires his citizenship, we will be able to come and go as we please. Um, During this time, we're going to be close to our parents, so they can enjoy their grandchildren, and we can also enjoy them. Um, And after this, though, we are praying about where the Lord will lead us in the future. Um, We are we are hoping to come back here to Nepal once he has his citizenship, and we can be able to come and go as as needed, since he is not able to currently travel to the states. Um, please be praying with us for all of these things um, as uh, with our family and with these visas and now we'd like to share with you a little bit more about the home.
1: Yes, and in, in God's time I'll be able to get a visa and go to visit.
0: Our caretaker team consists of three couples who care for the children and teenagers who live here. We are thankful that God has blessed us with a very good team of workers. Two of the couples, Jefferson and Ilza and Demerval and Paula, um, take turns working the evening and the night shifts and then the day shifts. During the evening, they um, care for all of the daily routine, the routines of the children, uh, dinner, devotionals, putting them to sleep, and then they actually sleep in the house
1: with we the try, boys. We try to have a good, uh, a family as a family. It yes. looks like a family. Mm-hmm. And they, they try to do it to the boys.
0: Yes. Um, so they provide that home type setting for the boys. Um, and then on the next week they rotate, and so if they are not in the evening, they work during the days and they um, care for the grounds and they help the boys with their homework, what you would do at your house with, with the, the children, children that they live here. Um, and these two type couples are led by Max and Lachicia, who are also another couple who work here. Uh, Leticia has been here for five years, and she is qualified as a social service worker, and in the case of Elton's visa being approved, his immigration visa being approved, they would be a very good candidate. They would be very good candidates to take over the directorship of the home here. We also have some other employees who help with um, the cleaning and the cooking and caring for the grounds. We have an expansive um grounds here a lot of um yard work that needs done and we also have the barns um people help take care of the animals um and a lot of these times these chores are are completed with the boys together um and some of these employees are actually not christians but they do um understand the mission of the home and they participate with us in the staff um every week there's a we have a weekly meeting with a staff devotional um Sometimes that devotional is led by Elton. Sometimes it's led by local pastors who come in. Um, sometimes also some other members of the team will, will take charge of that, that time. Um, and all of the employees participate in that, this, this time together. Um, and refreshing of, of talking about problems that happen too here at the home. Um,
1: it's a chance to, they learn from yes. the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm. And and the chance for them to to learn more about what this ministry is about here.
1: And all of these workers, they uh, teach the boys what they do. Uh, we try yes. to, the boys learn to work here because when they go back to their home or they uh, have more than 18 years old, they go, they have to have they uh on our house. Yeah. So they have to work and here they learn that.
0: For example, one of our oldest boys, Honan, he um recently he's in the process of going to live with his sister and when he went to his sister's house he helped his brother in law um make a chicken coop. And he had learned that here from his experience here at the barn. And so um the boys do help these these other employees with their with the chores and the uh keep here of the home. We have been working on our mission statement so that way our employees and other, other people who collaborate with us understand what the Nepo Children's Home Ministry is all about um, so that way they have an idea of what um, we represent. And we've actually been collaborating with Dr. Chuck Mishka um, from Ohio, and he's been helping us define our mission and our vision and our goals so that way um, people have a better understanding of who we are and what we do. Um, and, and we've been working with him and we've kind of defined our, the goals here of the home, as, in three words, um, and that is welcome, teach and promote. And that, um, in these three words, we find that, uh, this is really what we are about here, welcoming in, um, children from the neighborhood, from the, the, the homes here in town, um, welcoming them in. Teaching them. We're, we're,
1: we're trying to make them trust us. Yes. Before the next time. Mm-hmm. And the next time?
0: Yes, teaching them about um, God's Word, about um, learning that there's more out there to the world than the life that they're currently in um, through education, through experiences, um, even here with the farm, um, and then promoting, um, that showing them that they can. They have a different path for their future that they can, um, their future can be different from the life that they currently know.
1: Yes, and they would uh, could use their uh, their job to survive. We we try to teach them that.
0: With this idea of promote is to um, encourage their independence and let them know that they can walk on their own two feet. They can do it um, in the future based on what they've learned and and seeking these truths that, that that have been instilled and implanted in their, in their lives. Yes, that's all we do. Today we have two ministry opportunities here actually at the home. Um, we still continue with the home which we call Familia Adonai or Adonai Family. Um, and this is the, the orphanage um, that we have been working with for many years where we care for the children as you would in your homes. We also have a new ministry opportunity, um, and that is with our after-school program. This is an outreach opportunity for the local um, children from the neighborhood, um, from needy families here uh, um, that are around us, and this is known as CTE Adonai, and um, that's its in Portuguese, it's known as that as well, um, and we are working with the kids um, in the in Brazil. Here, they only go to school either in the mornings or in the afternoons, and so this after-school program functions in the mornings for the children who study in the afternoon, and in the afternoons for those who study in the mornings. We have two different groups.
1: Yes, and the difference uh, between them is uh, we do not choose the the guys who come to the orphan. But we can choose the guy who comes from to the the new project, Uh what that means the The judge decides who will come to the orphan and now we have just seven boys with uh, we have a big big uh, building here, and we are trying to use that to the this new project. so we can decide how many kids we will have we we decide who will come. So that is uh, the difference between them.
0: Yes, and that was kind of the goal, um, why we started this after-school program, because we have this great space um, to be able to take advantage of it. We have a very good team, and so we wanted to be able to bless more children and welcome in more children. And with both of these ministries, both with the home and our after-school program, the mission remains the same, to welcome, to um, teach, and to promote. Yes. In the homes ministry, the care for the children is 24-7. Just like you have care for your children 24-7. For those of you who have kids, um, it's the same thing here. Uh, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. It's full-time care. And so for that, we need to have um, two caregivers at at any given time to, to care for the boys we have living here. Um... And it's a it can be a complicated schedule to organize, um making sure that there's always coverage twenty four hours a day. Um we
1: have to give the worker third, third?
0: 30 vacation yes. days, yes. yes. And that also complicates things. That's and one a, day a week. And one day a week off. Um and so that that can complicate things in making the schedule. Also another thing that um is changed a lot with the the home as the home's ministry is that the boys rotate in it's a, a higher turnover of the children we receive here at the home due to changing brazilian laws before um brazilians uh the law was that the children would just stay here um, until they were 18 or stay here until they had um, until they found a family but now that the, the laws kind of require or demands that they have only stay here a, a year and a half and so our time with them is much shorter um, during this time though, we, we try to um, extend the most we can, we try and um, help them um, learn as much as they can during the short time that we have with them, and present them with um, biblical teachings to guide, uh, guide them when they leave, and, uh, and just pray that these seeds that have been planted in their heart um, will continue to grow when they, when they go on from here. CTE Adonai, our after school program, is our newest challenge and we're learning to work with the participants in this um, program a little different than we work with the boys who who live here at our home. Um, One of the biggest advantages to this program is, as Elton mentioned earlier, that they're all here by choice, um, which which helps us because they want to be here. Um, And we've seen a good commitment from our participants. Um, They take part in a variety of different activities during the week. Um, We have many different workshops with music classes and we're hoping to start a computer class and an, um, eng- teaching them English as well. Um, they also daily participate in devotionals and recreation activities and some um, enrichment classes and help with homework. So, a lot of different things happen um, during this after school program um One of the challenges that the teachers have is to get the boys to enjoy um, this this idea of of learn more and, and enjoy um, seeking out knowledge from different sources through reading and books and the use of the internet um, and one of the goals is for these these children, these boys who participate to help them understand that they can improve their quality of life through education through learning um, and and kind of can open up, expand their minds and their mindset a little bit. Um, we also, um, realize that we have the opportunity to present them with the, the wisdom from the Bible and these teachings that will hopefully help them, um, as they go on in life and, and with these seeds that are planted here, much like what we do with the boys at the home, we pray that these seeds will take root and they will, um, learn more about, about, um, God, and not only just from their teachings, but also from the care and the love that they receive from the people who work here at the in, with the program as well. Um, in addition to that, we also try and give our teenagers, um, the teenagers who are part of this, an opportunity um, to learn more about uh, different job opportunities um, and and different educational opportunities for when they are finished with their high school experience. Um, Recently, the, the older children of the program went on a um, field trip to a local college here um, just to kind of expose them to different environments as well and, and different opportunities in that um, regard.
1: Yeah. We try to give them lots of options mm-hmm. for their life. Yes. the future.
0: Another project here at the Adonai home is our. Um, farm we like to call it our therapy farm and one of the reasons that we continue with this um with the farm here on the grounds is because we like the boys to participate in the chores not only so they learn um work from an early age but also it is good um like an occupational therapy for them it is good for them they they really enjoy working with the animals and with the um with everything that's involved with the barn um but along those same lines, as uh, with teaching them um, these chores, the area here a lot of focus on agriculture. That's the main, um, I would say, workforce here is is agriculture. And so, learning these chores now from an early age, how to um, feed the pigs and how to build a chicken coop and different Garden, things like that, the gardens,
1: plants, uh, yeah. Corn.
0: It, yes, all of that will help them in the future, um, when they go to workforce, um, having that experience will be good for them to be able to find a job, um, in this area. And as I mentioned, along with the, um, farm, we also have a very large organic garden, um, which a lot of our, what we eat every day comes from that garden. Um, we have beef cattle, um, pigs, we have chickens that we use for the eggs and also to eat, um, a lot of coffee plants, um, a lot of different opportunities for them to learn. Um. We teach
1: them and save some money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it helps too with our overall um, budget because we use everything that we produce here as well. We have worked hard to improve and adapt our infrastructure here at the home and on the grounds um, to be able to maintain our operating license um, as mandated by the fire department and by the health department here in town. Um, and so over the past few years since we've been in the directorship role, we've had a lot of changes here to the home and to the grounds. Um, we've been we've been working a lot to bring the home up to code. we put in fire hydrants and um, ramps for wheelchair access, um, yeah, the sewage treatment we had to um, before there was no... Um, Sewage treatment, um, a lot of different little things like that that we've been working on throughout the years to bring them up um, to code. We have also recently, um, with a grant from the Canadian Mission Board, we have installed a solar panels, um, and we are hoping that this project will help bring down our operating costs in the long run, and um, we're hoping it'll be a good investment for the future here at the home. And we are also, along with the improvements to bring the home up to code, we're also hoping to bring a uh, new look and new life through a um, painting project. We're hoping to revitalize the home, um, painting all the walls, and also um, imp- imp- implementing some creative artwork to kind of tie in with the music room and different um, places that the boys' bedrooms and different things along along those lines.
1: Yeah, we need the support on that.
0: we have been working hard to make these ministry opportunities known to more and more people so that way more and more people can get involved. Um, We need your help, whether it is financially um, or as Alton mentioned, we need your um, support. We need work teams to come help paint. We can have people get involved with our after school program and teaching English. Um, There are many, many ways that you can be involved um, in and. your your financial support is important, but one of the most important ways that we also ask for your help is is through your prayers. Um, we we desperately need your prayer support. Um, there are many challenges and many um, daily spiritual battles that we face here in this ministry, and so we ask for um, your daily prayer support for the boys, for the workers, for this home, for our children who participate in the after school project. Um, for everyone and anyone who has contact with this this home here and with this ministry that that um, the Lord is doing here, the work that he is doing here. So we ask um, for that and we thank all of you who do pray for us and we thank all of you who do um, support us financially as well because um, that is also important. And and please, if you have any um, desire to come, there's always a need, um, always a way that you can
1: help. And in this time, if you heard something, it's the boys coming yeah. to have a lunch from awesome. the school. They just arrived from the school because that you heard something. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it. But thank you. Um, have a good time. Enjoy that. And if you have some question, please tell Katie. Ask her. Mm-hmm. and She will explain. It's hard for us to make a movie here uh, because we are nervous. And we are, <laughs> uh, I don't know. But ask her and talk to her, spend some time with her, learn uh, something from our minister here, how you can pray, how can you uh, help us, and enjoy this time. Thank Thank you. you. God God bless you.
3: Hello, my name is Annette Simon. I attend the Epstall Christian Church of Norton, Ohio, and I feel very blessed that God has called me to be the correspondent to the Nepo Museo, a children's home as part of the missionary committee. Um, Katie uh, had planned to be here. Um, she was exposed to COVID, and her children were sick, and she felt very um, sad that she couldn't be here. Uh, she sends her love and greetings to everyone here, and I'm in. I'm sort of in their place to answer any questions that you might have. And so, since we only have till eleven ten. You might just have to find me during the week. If you have any questions about Nepo, I'd be glad to help you out. Plus, um, Katie sent some Nepo coffee that you can buy, and I plan to set up a table at meals starting tomorrow. You can get a taste of Brazil. It's really good. So that's a little bit about myself and about um, Katie. She grew up in the Union City, Pennsylvania church, so she's very familiar with um, Eastern Camp and Many of you might have known her parents, Tom and um, Darlene Pavkov. Uh, the Nepo home is over 57 years old. They had their 50-year reunion um, in 2015, which I was privileged to attend. And it was a time where all the different boys come back, give testimonies of when they grew up at the home, how the Lord changed their lives throughout the home. And that is still happening today. Seeds are being planted in the different boys that come to the house. You might not see the the future or if it's making any difference. But look, they come back years later and say how um, being introduced to Christ has changed their lives. And that's really uh, the goal of the home. And you know what the number one question is that's asked of me? How many boys are in the home? Right now, they got a few new boys in this past week. They're up to 10 boys with a capacity for 20. And their day program, they have 20 boys with a capacity of 40. So they're reaching a lot of families. They not only work with the boys, but they work with the families. So it's a big ministry. Um, one of their main needs is for financial support. Inflation is very high in Brazil, just like in the United States. And um they need people that want, have an interest in the home, want to give their prayer support and give their money. And one of my responsibilities is to see that the money is used for what it's given for. If you earmark your money for certain projects or some, um, one of my responsibilities is to travel down once a year and make sure that everything is going smoothly. And with the help of the other brothers on the missionary committee, um, that is our that is our goal it 's a long standing um, home in the community for quite a long time and um, one of the drawbacks of the home is you can you have to have so many employees per boy and that 's why it gets to be more expensive than you would want it to be and so with this after school program that helps supplement um, taking instead of taking the boys there full-time, they can take the boys off the street um, after school, and then they don't have to become a troubled teenager. You can help them beforehand. And so that's one of their goals there. So um, that this leaves two minutes for questions, and please see me during the week. I would love to answer them. I would love to I I'll just extend the invitation for you to travel down there and uh, get to know the home, your life. Your life will be changed through the children that you meet. You don't need to know Portuguese. The boys boys love to learn English, so um, that shouldn't be a drawback. If the Lord is calling you to NEPO or to CLM, they would love to have you as a worker there. Do I see any hands? Yes. Katie and Elton are the directors. Uh, As he said in the video, um, he's getting his immigration visa, and so in their place, they're praying about one of the other staff members to to work um in their place um they're from the neighboring nazarene apostolic christian church a lot of their employees are former boys there that have such a heart for the mission they know what it's about and they know what it's doing and they want to come back and serve so that's some of their other employees they're required to have psychologists on hand uh, tutors um, families that work all the different shifts day shift night shift so in a nutshell, that's that's who it is. A, um, a lot of Christians are working in there, and so, for, so they have a really good team in place right now. Come on, we have one minute. One minute, any other questions? Yes, That that is very true. Instead of institutionalized care, when a boy comes into the home, they want to have a six month turnover that they, they either can be adopted out or go back to their family. If this does not happen, then the boy stays there till 18 years. But even the judges, when they they plead their case, they're going to do what they can to send their boy back to any family member. That is their goal, no longer to have institutions, but have little homes where they can feel like they have a mom and a dad, a caretaker, and, yeah, that's the way they're moving. That's correct. Uh, Time is up, but I would love to talk with any of you during the week. Thank you very much. E Deus te abençoe, e olhe para mim para esse café. É um fundraiser para a casa, e é um café muito bom. Teste? O está
4: bem. Alô? Sim. Ah. Bom dia a todos. Good Deus Everybody abençoe. To uh, eu trabalho no CLM, sou diretor interno, sure. will... e nós gostaríamos de explicar um pouco como funciona uh, o trabalho lá dentro. Hello? Okay. Então, o CLM é toda essa área que vocês veem aqui.
5: Is all that area that you see there.
4: Nós temos bastante área verde, lagos. Lugar que os meninos jogam futebol. Uma piscina natural.
5: Pool, natural like a,
4: a horta onde eles ajudam a cultivar algumas verduras, frutas.
5: A onde eles podem aprender a cultivar.
4: No prédio principal nós temos a administração,
5: building, we have the...
4: é, um lugar onde nós podemos receber visitantes. Estão todos convidados. Uh, alguns missionários moram aqui também.
5: With... E as
4: crianças é, moram com, uh, as, as crianças acolhidas, elas moram com um casal é, nas casas
5: and the children that we shelter live in the caregivers.
4: São essas casas aqui. Então como funciona isso? How does it work? Nós temos cinco casas
5: we have five houses.
4: onde quatro moram crianças
5: com
4: um casal de cuidadores
5: with a couple of caregivers in each house.
4: É, onde nós tentamos aproximar ao máximo a uh, uma vida em família.
5: And we try to make that as close as possible to a regular family, normal family life.
4: Indo de encontro a pergunta deles sobre família acolhedora no Brasil.
5: And, uh, like the asked about, um, in
4: Nós tentamos fazer com que seja o mais perto possível. Para que quando eles retornem para casa ou para uma adoção.
5: So if they go back home or go for adoption.
4: Eles possam ter sucesso.
5: They can, they can be successful in that.
4: Na quinta casa tem um casal de cuidadores que cuida das crianças no dia da folga. Nós temos assistente social, psicólogo.
5: A social worker, psychologist,
4: toda uma administração que ajuda esses casais,
5: an area that helps que se, re-
4: se reúne com eles constantemente.
5: That meets with them all the time.
4: Para entender as necessidades das crianças, dos, give, dos trabalhadores, uh-huh. e poder ajudar.
5: Them them. Uh,
4: nós estamos trabalhando nesse método desde uh, há mais ou menos seis ou sete anos.
5: Seven
4: e as crianças têm respondido muito melhor a esse sistema.
5: A lot to this kind of
4: nós conseguimos trabalhar muito melhor todos os traumas.
5: We can work with them better on their traumas.
4: Todos os problemas que eles trazem da sua família, da casa.
5: Problems that they bring with them from their family,
4: Isso tem sido muito bom.
5: And that's worked really well.
4: Mais tarde falaremos da rotatividade dos acolhidos.
5: Later turnover
4: Isso de certo modo é bom.
5: And in one way, that's good.
4: Porque eles têm voltado para a família.
5: Because they're going back to their families. Eles
4: têm ido para adoção e isso tem sido sucesso por causa desse, desse formato que trabalhamos hoje.
5: That's been of the way that we're now.
4: Deus tem trabalhado muito através dos casais.
5: God has the that work there.
4: É, crianças e adolescentes têm sido curados and naquele lugar. E é, importan-
5: of their, their past
4: e é importante lembrar que é só por isso que o CLM existe.
5: It's important for us to remember that's that's the only reason CLM exists.
4: Para pregar o evangelho às crianças, children, aos adolescentes, to,
5: and teenagers,
4: e também talvez às mm-hmm.
5: suas famílias maybe, as well.
4: Esse é um dos ultim, um dos últimos grupos de irmãos que chegou até nós.
5: Sibling, sibling
4: Eles estavam em uma situação lastimável, muito triste.
5: They were in a terrible situation, it was really sad.
4: Eles, no momento do acolhimento, eles choraram muito. Eles não queriam deixar a avó que, que tentava cuidar
5: deles.
4: Foi muito traumático ver a situação que eles se
5: encontravam.
4: Nós temos uma foto de como eles estão hoje, now três meses
5: depois.
4: Deus tem trabalhado muito na vida deles também.
5: Deus tem trabalhado muito na vida deles também. So um, we have uh, e- a picture of each family group. So this is Christiane and Thais. Uh, they came to Salem first with their son, Guilherme, who's in the wheelchair, at the end of 2016. Um, then last year they adopted Eddie Wilson, who was a Salem kid, and now he's 18. They couldn't stay away C- from Salem very long, and they returned to us in April. So they had been with us almost five years, and now they're going on for their sixth year. Rogério and Bianca, they've been here since March of this year. They have a four-year-old son, and they have some of the teenage boys around them. Erna and Tania, they take care of a group of girls. They've been with us since the beginning of last year. And Glace and Mayara just arrived in June of this year. They have two sons, ages 10 and 5, and they have a group of three siblings plus a couple of teenage girls. Mateus and Jose are the day-off caregivers. They receive each group of kids as their caregivers have a day off each week. This is the team that works with the caregivers. I'm not in the picture because I was already in the States when they took it. Um, Anderson is the internal director and he purposefully delegates much of the work to the rest of us that are the team in the office so that when he can't be there, things still work like right now. we have Altair, who's the psychologist. Uh, Isabel is our social worker, and she has an intern that just started, whose name is Elise. Rogério, many of you may know, he worked as a caregiver at CLM for 10 years. Then he was the pastor of our local church. Now he's back in the administrative area, and as we work with the caregivers, his experience raising four children and, and being a caregiver for 10 years is, has been very valuable in, in guiding the caregivers. And then I'm responsible for the educational area, giving guidance to the caregivers in that area. So we have an external board now. uh, After many conversations with Dr. Chuck and the Missionary Committee, uh, uh, the board that makes all the big decisions is all made up of people who don't work at CLM every day. So we have an internal director, and he answers to the external board. Um, On that board, we have Juan, who's the president, um, junior vice president. Jude Angeles is a secretary. He was also caregiver at Salem for a few years, and Felipe, who's the treasurer.
6: Do you want me to speak in English, or Bethan can translate it? I think it's better if she translate it goes faster. What do you think? Uh, well, uh, talvez alguns de vocês.
5: Maybe some of you.
6: Já tenham se perguntado. Por quê? Nós temos uma grande rotatividade de cuidadores.
5: Like uh,
6: bem, não é um trabalho qualquer. Não temos órfãos. Uh, temos crianças rejeitadas. Family, abusadas. Abused. Uh, situações de fome.
5: They've maybe experienced hunger, been neglected, abandono. Abandoned.
6: E para mim eu acho que isso é pior do que não ter um pai ou
5: e uma mãe.
6: Mas também me faz sentir um pouquinho do que Cristo sentiu por nós e até mesmo pelo Pai.
5: For us and his yeah.
6: Porque Cristo foi rejeitado por
5: Deus
6: por causa de nossos pecados. Bethany already translated. <risos> uh, então uh, eu posso falar para vocês. I can tell you o que eu estou falando agora?
5: What I'm now.
6: Porque eu vivi isso
5: because I live this.
6: eu adotei uma criança assim,
5: and adot- E
6: a primeira coisa que eles fazem,
5: and the first thing that they do,
6: eles rejeitam o amor. reject love. Não é fácil lidar com isso. Muitos não conseguem fazer isso. Por mais de um ano.
5: They, they
6: Às vezes porque sofrem mais do que as
5: crianças. Ou
6: porque anseiam em ver os frutos do trabalho rápido demais.
5: They're, they're
6: e acabam ficando frustrados. Eu passei por tudo isso. E uma das coisas que uh, eu sempre falo para os cuidadores... É, vocês têm que se manter firmes you Como um casal as a E o trabalho pode transformar mais vocês do que as próprias crianças
5: can you more than working, than it the kids.
6: E é o que acontece muitas vezes
5: and that's what a lot of times.
6: E eles simplesmente desistem ah, Ou oh, meu tempo já deu, não, não consigo mais
5: or, and sometimes they give up and sometimes they say it's been enough time my time has come i need to move on to something else
6: oh deus me chamou para outra missão às or vezes god acontece them também. to some
5: other mission sometimes that happens too. They,
6: eles têm o coração na missão mas deus os chamou para outra missão
5: we've had a few couples like that lately where they you know their their heart is in missions but god called them to another place shortly after they started working in
6: portanto não são crianças Normais, do ponto de vista de uma família. E você não pode educá-las da maneira que você educa seus filhos. E você vai aprender muito sobre amor e paciência.
5: Porque...
6: Uh, a rejeição que nós sentimos dói em nós e muitas vezes nós abandonamos uh, a obra Ou até mesmo Deus, muitos fazem isso por causa da rejeição Porque essas, esses casais vão ser rejeitados A
5: rejeição
6: Dói demais it's really E eles vão ser rejeitados
5: and, they need to understand we try to make them understand that before they come that they will be rejected.
6: Portanto, nós sempre somos francos com eles.
5: So we try to be as honest as possible with them before they start working with Durante us. as
6: entrevistas.
5: During the interviews.
6: Por causa das grandes mudanças que ocorrem na nossa vida, principalmente.
5: Because of the great changes that happen in, in the lives of the staff members.
6: A mudança final depende um grande chefe indígena norte-americano falou uma vez. A mudança depende de, da história que eu vou contar agora. Sobre um grande chefe indígena norte-americano.
5: About a great, uh, chief in North
6: eu não lembro o nome dele, tem tantos por aqui que eu não lembro. Uh, but... Mas uma vez... Uh, Ele falou o seguinte Tratava-se sobre batalhas E Ele falou algo que todos nós devemos Prestar atenção
5: Todos nós all of us
6: Temos dois
5: lobos
6: Lutando constantemente other, Um constantemente. bom one, E um mal E ele perguntou Quem vence?
5: And he asked, who's going to win? Depende it depends.
6: daquele que você mais alimenta.
5: Which one you feed the most.
6: Looks like Christ. If you feed them with love,
5: sounds like Christ. If you feed them with love,
6: the good works. one will win. It's the same way. It's the same way.
5: Okay, I think you said all of this.
6: Uh, yes. Adaption. So we have a, a time they can have share with kids and Try the place, uh, and all kinds of problems. I'm I speaking English right now. All kinds of problems that they can't solve in their own houses, they come to us to try to solve it. Okay, so it's not because the uh, something wrong is going on there, where it changes so much caregivers, because the the work is very very stressful. Uh, you think you might be prepared, but you don't know what you will have for maybe a half hour, maybe a kid will literally explode, and you have to contain it, and how can I do it? This is a tough work. And uh, When the kids arrive,
5: they often run away or have yes, and psychotic episodes sometimes, and we have to, to physically restrain them. It's, uh, it's a big learning curve.
6: Yes, so the biggest change occurs in our lives. We are planting seeds on their hearts, but the biggest change is in us, is in us.
5: So we wanted to share you, with you some of the projects that have done recently. The last time we had a presentation at camp was in 2019. So um, in 2020, we were able to st- install these solar panels on the main building that serve to generate power. And since then, our electric bill has gone down to about 20% of what it was before. So that's a good money saver. Um, the funds came from Canada, and it was loan from the ACC and NBC. So we're paying that back. Um, then the next year, we put in solar water heating. Those two panels, the two panels way over here are for the water heating. Um, our showers are all electric, so that uses a lot of power and especially in the winter when it gets real cold. And so that helps reduce the the energy usage as well. And that was paid for with a grant from a local business. Uh,
6: Something more about the solar uh, heating systems, it works even in winter because they use vacuum tubes. In Europe, they use a lot of, of this kind of technology.
5: Yeah, for those that aren't familiar with our climate, it's about, probably like Virginia, we're, we're at a lower latitude, but we're really high up. So uh, it gets cold. It freezes hard in the winter a few times. So we had shown you we were starting to convert part of the barn into a, into a space that you could use, be used for church services, and that has been in use at CLM at, since 2020. There was a pavilion built out by one of the, the ponds, and then we could have uh, barbecues out there and, and just have time of fellowship there. An exercise area was put together, as well as a game room for the kids to have leisure time when it's raining outside. The garden was redone, and a bench was made in, in honor of Mary's 40 years of service. Mary Gibson's 40 years on there. And this arbor area was built, and this year we were able to use it for a wedding. This is a Gilson. He grew. He spent a few of his teenage years at CLM before he moved in with his girlfriend, and now they, they got married. He's, he's working on the farm for us, doing some of the outdoor
6: labor. And might become a missionary in Nepomuceno.
5: <laughs> so some of the other projects that are in progress, um, foster families are getting most of the kids that are going into, into the care system, and Guadalupe already has a foster project. Um, but we're planning to develop our own project as well. It's in seen the, the stages of getting all the legal permissions so that we would um, be able to have that, that mode of, of care for, for the kids as well. Um, a little bit later, well, I'll mention it now, Our the profile of kids we get now is mostly older teens, mostly have been involved in alcohol and drugs, or large sibling groups, like we showed you the group of five. Um, the kids that are considered easier, the younger ones that don't, don't have as many siblings, are going more to foster families in in our area. Um, the next one is something that the government approached us to use the Turvo property for a battered women's shelter. So that's also in stages of getting permissions and seeing how it's going to work, if it's going to work, if that's really what God wants us to do with that property, since he didn't allow it to sell all these years that we've had it up <laughs> on the market. So something he wants to do with it. And then a long-standing need is for us to have a, a fixed place in Guadalajara which is a city 30 kilometers away, that we can have to, to serve the young people who, who turn 18. Because the government doesn't allow us to keep them with with the, the minors, with those under 18, once they turn 18. So they have to go somewhere else we often, you know, rent an apartment for them, but it's too much responsibility, too much independence, too fast. So we need some kind of a transitional home where they can have that support and not just be thrown into the real world and, and uh, give up on a job because it's hard without someone there to counsel them all the time. So we would like to have that ability to, to, to transition them better. As far as the finances, we're currently... We currently have an operating budget of about seventy two thousand hay which is in today 's at today 's exchange rate about thirteen thousand u um, s we 're working on containing costs like i said the the electric generation has helped with that um, any surplus we have from month to month we have saved to prepare for future expenses expenses. The fields have been a significant source of income over the past few years. We have local farmers that volunteer their their time to help us oh they keep a part of the they keep part of the production um, and the local agricultural co-op donates all the seeds the spray the fertilizer everything that we need for that so we don't have any work with that we just have income from the land that you know God has given us there so the crops in case anyone's interested that we <laughs> grow there would be corn soybeans wheat and barley And then the new practice that I mentioned, you know, if those do go forward, we'll need monthly funding for those as well. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, the current profile of the kids we have, most are not orphans. Very rarely you find someone who's an orphan. Um, They've suffered abuse, abandonment by their parents. Many have had problems with drugs or alcohol and come straight to us out of detox programs. We've been negotiating with schools to let them stay home for a few weeks or months when they come to us because... They're not ready to be in the, that environment yet. Um, most of them are teenagers or larger sibling groups, three to five siblings. In Brazil, we're about to have an election. And there's a big difference between the two main candidate dates as far as their their moral standards and, and defending the family and the church. So we would ask for prayer regarding that. We're always searching for couples that are committed to the word and the work of God that can take care of the kids and really do a good job working with all of their traumas and loving them and loving them and loving them and teaching them until they during the time that we have with them which can sometimes be short time sometimes it's three months sometimes it's six months sometimes it's a year and then sometimes it's five or six years until they turn 18 um, but we need to be planting those seeds as quickly as we can and and showing them love the whole time that they're there because we never know how long we're going to have them and, like I said, financial resources are always a necessity. And the, the government has approached us to work with, with um, elderly people as well because they see that things are going well with the children we work with. So can you work with better women? Can you work with the elderly? So we're really praying about what God wants to do with all of that. We're, we're thankful that he's being glorified through the work that we're doing, that people are seeing changes in the kids. So what can you do to help you can commit to monthly giving to CLM, you or your church. Um, subscribe to the prayer where We try to send out a, a, a update about once a month. And then you can pray for individual kids or caregivers or whatever we're going through. Um, and if you have any questions, contact us by email, Facebook, Instagram. You can go to the next slide. Anybody want to take a picture? You have all our contact information there. <laughs> any questions? Como que preparamos os... Os treinamos eles.
4: Técnicos são, são capacitados é, é, para trabalhar com eles, então, quando eles chegam junto com a equipe, os técnicos capacitam eles, têm uma semana de treinamento e depois vai começando aos poucos a trabalhar para sendo capacitado aos poucos para trabalhar com as crianças e, e todos os dias e semanalmente e tem pessoas orientando eles a de como fazer, como trabalhar em cada situação. Como nós temos mais experiência nós podemos ajudar muito nessa nessa questão. So
5: our technical team which is the psychologist and social worker um, they have training to train the caregivers. So the first week that they're with us, they have, you know, they go over all the policies They talk about lots of different situations that can occur. They observe in one of the houses that the caregivers have more experience. And then as they start working with kids gradually, we try to give them just a few kids at the beginning to work up to to more challenging situations. And we're always in contact with them. We have a group group on WhatsApp that, you know, every – Every day we get a few questions in there. This is happening with this kid. What do I do? Especially the newer caregivers. Some of them know what to do. but And then from 8 to 5, there's always staff in the office. That's, if some situation comes up with any of the kids that they don't know how to deal with, they can come to the office or call us and say, we need help. And so they have that, that support. And it's impossible to prepare them fully for what they're going to do without them actually uh, doing it so um, a lot of things come up in the in the course of working with the kids and we for, with time they get more confident in their ability to deal with various situations Our our social worker and and psychologists christians um our our social workers are christians our psychologist was hired way farther back and he he is more Catholic than evangelical, but he is—he works within the same vision that we do, and, and teaches the kids that God is their refuge and things like that. We're not having any problems as far as theological issues within our team. Leon, how do the kids handle it when the care- caregivers need to move on?
4: Uh, não é muito bom.
5: It's not very good for the kids.
4: Por isso nós tentamos manter o máximo possível de tempo.
5: That's why we try to keep them with us as long as we possibly can.
4: Porque nós pensamos primeiro nas crianças, nos adolescentes. Mas chega um momento que nós temos que pensar também na saúde das pessoas que trabalham lá.
5: But we also have to at some point think about the health of the people that work there.
4: E nós estamos tentando nos capacitar. Para que essas mudanças
5: to help us with these changes,
4: não tragam traumas para as crianças.
5: So that we are not tra- traumatizing the children further.
4: Sabemos que é difícil, mas temos conseguido na maior parte das vezes.
5: We know it's hard, but we've
4: managed to do that most of the time.
6: E também não traumatize os adultos, né?
5: And also not traumatize the adults. Really. Uh, where are the caregivers coming from? We reach out to lots of Christian organizations in Brazil, like um, Youth with a Mission and people that are already in uh, a ministry because our, in our Nazarene churches we wouldn't have enough people. Um, so we also, many times it's through contacts of former caregivers. You know, I know someone who God seems to be calling to this area, and so we start talking with them. And sometimes it's a process of month, months or years that we're talking to a couple about potentially coming um, and then God shows whether he's, they're supposed to come or not.
4: Uh-huh. É, é muito difícil conseguir cuidadores,
5: it's really hard for us to get caregivers.
4: É, porque é um trabalho muito difícil.
5: Because it's a really hard job to do.
4: Estar 24 horas com as crianças,
5: Being responsible for the kids 24 hours a day.
4: É muito cansativo.
5: It's really tiring. Do the caregivers both work full-time at CM? Yes, they do. Um, The woman usually stays more in the house, taking care of the house, um, more with the girls. And since we have a large farm and we only have one person to work on it, the men are outside with the boys and they do the maintenance and they take care of the grass and the lake area. They're out weed-racking all the time, the older boys, with with the caregivers. Do we have trouble with the authorities because the boys are working? In Brazil, this is a really sticky subject. Um, You have to be really careful, but we are totally aligned with the juvenile judge on that. She's in favor of us teaching the children to work. So uh, so like like they mentioned in Eposano, it's therapy, it's work therapy. They're not sent out there to do jobs by themselves. There's always an adult with them. So it's a teaching experience. It's not, you know, you have to go work there. And um, especially with the jobs that can be a little more dangerous, we're really careful that the boys are big enough and strong enough to do the work that they're um, doing. Anything else? I think our time is just about up, exactly up. So if you want to talk to us, Juan and I will be here a few more days. Anderson will be a few more days than we are. And so you can find us during the week. Uh, we have prayer cards up here for CLM and for the Villalba family. Um, We're still working on making the Kazanaka family one, but it should be here within the next day or two.
6: And advice, if you like coffee, buy it. (laughs) Nepomucenos coffee is very, very good. But don't do it the same way we will do it here. It's very, very strong.
4: Hey, thank you all for coming. Um, If you have any questions for the missionaries, please try and seek them out this week or as a representative and talk to them. And just please keep them in your hearts and in, in, in your prayers. And please consider uh, supporting their ministry. It's great to be able to talk to them, to talk about the specific projects that you're feel more involved. Um, that for me, it's been very important. And for my spiritual growth, even to talk with them. Okay, this is what we've been giving, connected. And they can show you the fruits of those rewards. Problems. But thank you very much for coming.